Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Yeah. I am Zane C. Weber, and helping me present today is Kristen Barros and Julie Eisentrager. And our super special extra guest that will always be here, except today when she's the guest, she's also here, is what? <laughs> Miranda Selwood. <laughs> well, to, you are one of our hosts, but today you are our guest. You I am. picked the show. I am both host and guest. Yeah. Very nice. So what show have you picked for us? The, everyone will know, but let's just have this conversation like it's new to us. Uh, it it was my first big love, 42nd Street. Oh, no, oh. I've done no preparation. Oh. What do I do now? Let's see if we can just 42nd talk about Street. it. Excellent. We'll get it. <laughs> I'll assume what it's about. It's probably about a street. That's some, right. So some cars. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's an old musical, so maybe it's about horses and carts. It's not that old. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. <laughs> well, I said I didn't do any research, so. <laughs> Would you like me to tell you all about it? <gasps> well, not yet. We have a get to know your guest quiz that you get to do this week. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So, mm. question number one. All right. Is there like a timer and points? Is there a system? Yeah. Yes, right now. You don't get to know any of that. I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping time and points. Which musical character would other people compare you to? You know, I had a long time to prepare and I didn't actually think about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what they were. What would other people compare me to? Mm. Um, well, I have been told that my casting type is a drunk mother. So, so Mama Rose? Uh, maybe more of an Auntie Mame. In ah, fact, uh, yeah, yeah, my sister um, could probably attest to that as I have dragged my niece into musicals um, quite recently, her first show. How physically was this dragging? Oh, it looked, it didn't take a lot of dragging. <laughs> she was pretty keen. Good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I had a home after midnight a couple of times. So Party Whoa. animals. Auntie Mame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and your niece is what, seven? Seven, yes. Seven. Yeah, it's good to get them started young. What musical character do you think you should be compared to? 
look, there's a lot to choose from. I should You're be. You're mostly a dancer. <laughs> well, I was originally. I came to theatre through dance. That That's my my childhood background. Um, mainly a dancer. Oh, gosh. An old dancer, maybe. But now you sing and you produce. I do. Are there any musical theatre characters that do those things? Hmm. That are women? That are women? <laughs> what, is, is there anyone in a chorus line that might fit that bill? I don't know a chorus line well enough to pick characters. I would no. say no. No. <laughs> I'd be firm on the no with that one actually. I honestly don't know. I think we're going to have to skip the question. Oh, you, 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 what would you like? What do you think you should be compared to? I think, I think you have a few in your head. You just don't oh. want to say. No. Oh, okay. I'll I'll take um, Joe from Little Women, a okay. strong, creative mm. character. Yeah. Who goes out there and makes things happen and sings about it and sings about it like Fair like enough. everyone. What is your dream role? Mama Rose from Gypsy. Fair enough. All right. It was, yeah. was really quick. I love it. It was quick. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Can we make that happen? I hope so. Eventually. I hope Eventually. so. Yeah. Two years. I mean, you've got a lot of time for that. Like, you're on the young end of someone yeah, who can play like Mama Rose. Yeah, it's not like Annie is my, yeah. <laughs> my chosen role and uh, I've already missed the boat. No. You can play her a couple of times. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just every year, just do a just, do another one. Yeah, every yeah. year, every five years maybe, make it like a five-year thing just yeah. to see how she's developed within five years. Yeah, sure. We'll give it a go. Well, what is your favourite Sondheim show? Oh, ooh, I do like a bit of company. I I do like Into the Woods, so I know some people get a little like woo 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 about it. Uh, <laughs> 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 you heard it here first. <laughs> um, but I I'm actually going to go with the cheeky response and say Gypsy. That's very cheeky. Yeah, it's very because it's, it's not a Sondheim Sondheim. Yeah, he's just lyrics in that he's one. He's just. He it. still has his name to it. That's so right. True. I'll give it yeah. to So you. I'm going to take it. Look, I'll allow it. I do I'll also. Allow. I do also. Like I, we're making up the rules. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take that for lyrics and for music. I'll take um, the Dick Tracy film. Okay. Yeah. I love the music in that. The songs in that are great. Well, that, that's going that on everyone's from. to listen to slash watch list. Yeah. Um, it is. It is very good. It wouldn't be my favorite of his stuff, but yeah. Mm. What is your go-to? Shower song. Oh, gosh. Really just whatever I am trying to get the lyrics right to (laughs) for the show I'm in at the time. Well, right now. Honestly. Um, (laughs) Right now. The show you were most recently in or the show that you're about to be directing soon? About to be directing soon, I think. Um, I keep getting all for one from Spamalot stuck in my head. (laughs) So that's made a couple of shower appearances. Yeah. yeah. And finally, you have to delete one musical from existence. Oh. Which one is it? Just to end on a negative. Mm. Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone, but Rent has got to go. Yeah. Wow. I'm okay with I'm that. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, really? That's, that's the most offensive one. It's not offensive. It's just boring. It just can go. I'm done. It's been, it's been done. <laughs> I'm sick of people talking about yeah, it. It's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. You heard it here. 
first. <laughs> we've just our very first episode, guys, and we've just lost half of our listeners. Jonathan, so well, no, sorry. I'm sticking up for Rent. I don't think Rent is anywhere near the top of the musicals that should be deleted from existence. <laughs> well, yeah, I think there's a lot more very, very dated musicals that really should go for various reasons, but. You know, we will be covering Rent at some point. Yes, of course we will. Let's leave this discussion for (laughs) 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 Okay, uh, so does anyone have any Broadway news? Any, Any entertainment sort of stuff that's come up in the last while that we want to talk about? I believe you have some Broadway news you I want do. to share. I do. It's a, It's been on Facebook a lot today. Well, today being when we're recording, of yes. course, not when you're listening. So no, it's probably it, old it, news for everyone. It'll be a little bit old, but I want to talk about the casting for Disney's live-action Aladdin. Yes. Mm. I have to admit, it had escaped my notice that this was even a thing. Well, there's well, so many. Yes. How can you keep track of what's going to be next? Well, I'd heard that they're doing it. And I was like, oh, why do we need to? Like Lion yeah. King, why do we need to? Yeah. Um, I'm not too disappointed with the casting, but the one big question mark in everyone's mind is Will Smith as yeah. the genie. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I like that it's a newcomer or a, f- a relative newcomer for Aladdin. I think that's really Oh, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Will, I read Will Smith and I was like, Really? Yeah, like <laughs> Jimmy's meant to be like larger than life and Will Smith yeah. is more of like the any man in his movie work at least than mm. larger than life. Well, I am glad to hear that he wasn't put forward for Aladdin because yes. that, <laughs> he's a little old for that, let's be honest. But I guess they needed somebody who could sing, someone who's proven themselves in comedy, which he has. Yeah. Or, um, and I, I guess that'll work. I, I just... I can't imagine it with anybody but Robin Williams. No. Well, we've mm. seen it on Broadway. Yes. But it's a reimagining of the it role is, yeah, in it a is. lot of ways. They're going to uh, – is he still going to be like a trickster fly in and fly out and changes? I hope so. We don't know. I hope so. Magical genie. I love the genie. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, my – the pick the, in my head that I was like, well, that's the thing that I would go to see – without any questions about whether or not it's going to be hilarious and perfectly acted, is Titus Burgess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that would be a hilarious portrayal of Jeannie. Yeah. Um, and you could take it so far away from what Robin Williams did that is not really comparable, which is what you have to do. Well, I think Will Smith will do that too. Yeah. Yeah. In a different Still. way. Like Emma, uh, uh, just listen to his MIB and his Wild Wild West songs. Like... <laughs> I hope they they can find a place to just give a little bit of Wild Wild West just in yeah. there. Just a little or um, what was the what's the uh, getting jiggy with it? Oh the, well, if they if they're going down like homage to Robin Williams, like I'm sure that they will put some of like contemporary references to Will Smith's oeuvre in there. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to come off as still that really comforting. He's not a father figure, but he's a very comforting, jolly figure. More he's, like Santa, I guess. Hmm. I've never yeah, thought yeah. of Will Smith as Santa. <laughs> a vain Santa. He's like a, yeah. a fun uncle. He's a f- yeah. yeah. He's a fun uncle. So I don't know. I don't. I guess Will Smith could do that. But. See, I would like to see Will Smith as Jafar. 
Yeah. yeah. I think that's who is cast. Who is down for Jafar? We they haven't they announced haven't anyone yet. So, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, I don't have any real strong feelings about Jafar. I, one of the one of the fines. Yeah. Ralph or, or Rafe. Joseph, <laughs> whichever his name is. Rafe. True. Rafe Fines. Yeah. So, okay. I see where you're going with well, that. You've gone yeah. evil, Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Done. Yeah. It should yeah. make yeah. sense. Right, well, that, yeah. that's that's all that I all the news that's kind of come onto my radar in the last little bit. Um, so yeah, so let's move along, shall we? Moving right along. Yes. Let's so, talk about 42nd Street. Let's talk about 42nd Street. <gasps> hey, Why everyone. That's what we're doing. So welcome to Miranda's first musical. And this is the reason um, that I picked this. We, we decided our first four episodes are going to be one of our own choice. Um, mm-hmm. That is a show that's special to us, meaningful in some way, that we can share with you. And um, this is really the show that turned me into a musical theatre geek in that's, one way or another. You <laughs> put the taps on your shoes. Literally, yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I saw this show in Sydney, which was very exciting at the time. Um, having gone down to Sydney, my grandmother took me to see this show and I was just completely blown away and went away from that going, I'm going to be a tap dancer. This is what I'm going to do now. Thanks. It's my life. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Um, Thanks, Sydney. I I spent years learning how to tap dance um, <laughs> and listening to the um, Australian cast recording on a record, an actual vinyl on a record player. I know. It's amazing. I'm not as I'm not that old. Don't look at me like that. But mm. yes, we had it on record, um, and uh, yeah, I've I've really grown up on it. And um, I went from there to the films, and then from the films, you know, into other films of the time, and became really obsessed with Fred and Ginger. And you know, that's put a big stamp on on my life and my personality, and I think who I am. So um, very special for me. So let's talk about it. Um, the 42nd Street uh, came to us as a film in 1933, which was based on a book which was only released the year before. So they really picked up on this, this yeah, wow. story and just went, let's, let's really fast make a film around. out of that. Um, but that's what they were doing in film at the time. They, the turnover on films was super fast. Um, in, for instance, Ginger Rogers in that year made... Numerous films. Do you know how how long the production time was? Uh, No. No? Okay. No, that's. I imagine it would have been quite short. Just going to throw some spanners into your (laughs) your preparation. (laughs) How little I'm prepared. so the the film was a, a star vehicle film film for Ruby Keeler among others, and um, was choreographed by Busby Berkeley, who was super big at the time, um, and included a bunch of uh, songs, most of which appear in the the live musical version. Yeah, yeah. Um, it took a very long time for uh, that movie to be turned into a stage show, despite the fact that the movie is about. A stage show. <laughs> um, so, um, surprisingly. Uh, but 
1981, which coincidentally was the same year that I was born into this world. Uh, you can feel free to add up my glorious age from there. Um, Don't worry, it'll be in the show notes for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> 164 you know, years old. Musicals taught me everything I know does not ask its audience to do maths. <laughs> Uh, so 1981 was the uh, Broadway premiere of um, 42nd Street, now a stage musical. Yeah. Uh, it won the Best Musical Tony that year and it also won the Best Revival for its next airing, which was in 2001. Well, before we get on to the musical in depth, yes. um, I just wanted to say that the film was so successful financially that Warner Brothers, without that film, would have gone bankrupt. Wow. So it it saved Warner Brothers as a company at the time that it came out. That's amazing. It was massively popular. Yeah, hugely popular. So popular, which is another reason why I'm surprised it took so long to then for someone to go, hey, that should be a stage show. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Ginger Rogers took the role of Anytime Annie uh, because she was dating the director at the time. (gasps) Oh. Shocking. Well, uh, he had to convince her to take it, but yeah. I'm sure he did. (laughs) But yeah, by all means, go go on with the the actual musical history. I thank you. I will. So the original uh, production uh, played 3,486 performances on Broadway and that was across three different theatres, so it moved around a little bit but kept on keeping on. Mm. And the revival did about uh, just a little under half of that, 1,524 performances. And <clears throat> there are a lot of fun uh, casting things in the the various people who have played roles, but I'll leave that <laughs> to Julie to share with you later. Um, the We've seen a couple of uh, more recent revivals since and there is currently playing on the West End a beautiful beautiful, completely redesigned production um, which has been described, what are they, their own website describes the show as (laughs) the mother of all showbiz musicals. (laughs) I don't know whether they're using mother in the uh, term of it's just so big it's like your mother but or whether they're actually talking in a uh, sort of more... Familial sense. (laughs) Because it was probably one of the first... Of the, if the shows about the show, a show, a show about a show, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the classic tale of the um, nobody small town girl who's plucked yeah. from the chorus and has to learn the show overnight and play <laughs> the lead role and becomes, you know, a great wonder and saves the director from. It's all it takes. Yeah, yeah. It takes one good performance and you're done for That's life. That's it. You're done. <laughs> That's what we keep telling ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but more than anything, it's um, it's that it's a Broadway f- fable, so um, it has a place in everybody's little Broadway hearts. I think in in that way, um, it's a a big showbiz, massive dance number kind of show. It's really fun, and um, it did its job at the time. So this is coming out of the depression. Yeah, a lot of a lot of movies. Um, and shows at the time were just so – they were full of tap shoes and sequins yeah. because that's what people needed to put joy yeah. back but in their life. But also like aspirational storylines of this no one becoming someone. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the American dream being Absolutely. nothing rags to riches. <laughs> you can do it too. <laughs> Everybody can. Oh, dear. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> 
incidentally, it took another, oh, what's that, another eight years for Australia to get its premiere. Um, so we saw it in 1989 and I think that would have been the production that, that I saw, saw in Sydney. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't realise at the time, you know, I, what was I, eight, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, um, I, you know, that was the premiere because the movie is so old to then see the first production of it in the 80s yeah, like just feels so strange. Later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so at the time the uh, Herald Tribune called it a great and joyous celebration of the old-style musical extravaganza. Extravaganza. Extravaganza, <laughs> yes. And um, I would say that's a pretty accurate um, <laughs> Description, but uh, that cast—I don't know if I'm don't want to step on your toes here. <laughs> uh, but that cast included Nancy Hayes, who I've had the pleasure of meeting, Tony Lamond, who I've had the pleasure of meeting, um, and just casually name dropping. Just yeah. casually, casually. casually. <laughs> I mean, we, we can tweet Leonie this episode Page. to them, I guess. <laughs> and new young performers, Leonie Page and Todd McKenney, who have both become oh, yeah. household names since. So um, it's. Yeah, it's even special for us out here in Oz. Oh, Australia. So has anyone here seen a professional production of it other than Miranda? I have not seen a professional production. No, well, it doesn't get staged here very often, but Mm. Julie's been in it. I have. Yeah. Have you ever been in it, Miranda? I was almost in the same production as Julie. Unfortunately, I didn't make it past the first rehearsal for medical reasons, but, um, yeah, that almost... Killed me. I almost died. I was like, this is at last, at last. And yeah, I didn't quite make it. So I'm still still holding on to that one. Do you all want mm. a synopsis? I definitely want to hear. Oh, yeah. What Your happens synopsis? in 40 seconds straight? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I genuinely can't remember. <laughs> it's 1933. Okay. And the newest show, Pretty Lady. Is Pretty Lady. It's all coming for you back. You have Pretty to say it like that. Pretty Lady. Pretty Lady is auditioning. <laughs> uh, so they're nearly over when Peggy Sawyer, fresh off the bus from Allentown, Pennsylvania, oh, arrives in New York City <laughs> with valise in hand and Billy Lawler, already cast as one of the juvenile leads. The, the young men leads, notices her and hopes to charm her into accepting a date with him. Of course he does. Why not? I'd yep. say yes. <laughs> like, I can get you in. Sounds legit. <laughs> he tells her that uh, she's missed the audition, but he can help her bypass that process. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um, how skeezy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only uh, you could hear a wink, guys. <laughs> only you could hear a wink. No, no, don't worry. He turns out to be lovely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I'm sure. Uh, the choreographer... <laughs> Has uh, no time for Billy. Uh, <laughs> and she rushes off only to run into the director, Julian Marsh. <sighs> now, we go on to uh, Dorothy Brock, who is uh, kind of a one time star Aww. and is a bit indignant at being asked to audition for a mm. role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's reassured by Bert that he merely wants to make sure that the songs are in her key. So you're not actually auditioning. <laughs> we just <laughs> need to hear you sing to see whether you can sing. sing. <laughs> <laughs> so just to be clear, we're talking the musical plot here, which is the 1980s version, which had a, a quite a rewritten book. Yes. And um, yeah. a bunch of different songs that were plucked from 
other shows yeah. that the same writers had written around the same time. Correct. So um, in the, we we don't see any of that character development for Dorothy in the movie. No. She just rocks up <laughs> just and she is queen. I am <laughs> and that's the lead. <laughs> done. Enough. All right, done. I'll give her that. <laughs> uh, so he thinks that she is a prima donna pasto prime, uh, but he agrees to cast her uh, to get financial backing from her wealthy boyfriend, Abner Dillon. Yeah, so yeah. everything's on the level so far. Who, just to uh, uh, counteract your horse and cart comment before, <laughs> um, actually owns a car company. Yes, thank you. Motor vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so outside the theatre, uh, writer Maggie and chorus girls Annie Time Annie, Phyllis and Lorraine take pity on Peggy and invite her to join them for lunch and some advice. Very nice. What what happened? Well, Phyllis obviously being the actual star of the show, that's yeah. the role that Julie played. No, it wasn't. Oh! No, I'm, I'm doing this because my character actually wasn't listed as one of the girls. Oh, no! Oh, no! I just ended up being one Why of did them. I think it was Phyllis? It was Gladys. Oh, Gladys. They're very similar. Gladys. Gladys. Please, excuse Gladys. me. Please carry on. Uh, so they encourage her to show them a dance routine and Julian witnesses that. And decides that there might be room for one more chorus girl after all. How funny. Mm. Look at that. Just opens up. Convenient. Yeah. Convenient. <laughs> he just had to see your audition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Julian learns that Dorothy is seeing her old boyfriend, Pat Denning, Denning behind Abner's back. <sighs> oh, dear. So he has to fix this because if Abner finds out, it could mean that he decides to pull his funding and the show's gone. So he calls up some unsavoury acquaintances uh, and, uh, yeah, some thugs convince him to break it off with her. That's that's what thugs do. Yes. Yes. They just walk up to you and politely suggest that perhaps you'd like to break it off and he says, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's how that works. I will. Uh, the show's cast then departs to the Arch Street Theatre in Philadelphia for the out-of-town tryout. Philadelphia, PA. <laughs> Philadelphia, PA. Do you P-U. want me to do it in an American accent? <laughs> I can do it in an American accent if you want. No, no, please carry on in your no, own okay. tone. So on opening night, <laughs> someone bumps Peggy who trips and crashes into Dorothy, <gasps> knocking her to the stage. Julian fires Peggy on the spot. End of act one. No drama. I literally remember none of that. You were in this show. (laughs) (laughs) Was I though? Does she get to come back? Does she? Does she? I I mean, I think, I think we've already covered it. But yeah, let's let's uh, let's go on to our. Dorothy's ankle is broken, Mm. and the show may (gasps) close before it's even open. Before it's even open. The chorus kids, certain that Peggy could fill the role, find Julian and tell him that she's a fresh young face who can sing and dance circles around Dorothy. He decides it's worth a shot and rushes off to the train station to catch her before she departs. That's really rude. Besides, she could dance. Of course she can. Dorothy's only got like one leg at the moment. (laughs) 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 So rude. Uh, So at Philadelphia's Broad Street Station... Uh, Julian apologises to Peggy and asks her to stay and star in the show. But she responds that she's had enough of show business. And, and going back to 
Allen Town. Exactly right. That was quick. <laughs> she didn't last long. Allen Town. She's really not cut out. Um, dumbfounded, he tries to coax her with words. Come along and listen to the lullaby of Broadway. After the cast joins him in the serenade, she decides to accept his offer. So she does get to come back. That's good. Oh. 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 I was worried. (laughs) (laughs) We gotcha. (laughs) So she's forced to learn the part in two days and Peggy's on the verge of a nervous breakdown when she has an unexpected visit from Dorothy who's been watching the rehearsals and realises that beneath her nervous exterior, Peggy is good. Maybe even better than she would have been. It's a big mm. call. Mm. Well, you know that's that's actually pretty nice to show mm. a prima donna actually giving some support to someone mm. else instead of going the phantom route and being a terrible person yeah, the entire way through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she there's a, there's a really lovely scene in the film. Yeah, um, in the in the film she doesn't get two days. It's literally five hours. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Dorothy Brock comes into the dressing room and 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 says really lovely things to her, and they have a little moment where yeah. it's like, oh. Okay. Which, yeah, which was now keep learning. <laughs> totally against what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the archetypes. Uh, so the opening night curtain is about to rise when Julian, who is completely in love with Peggy at this point, stops by for a last minute lip lock and pep talk. Um, lip lock and pep talk. Also, um, not in the original film. Well. Mm, not in the film. Uh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> in which he utters the now iconic line. You're going to be out, you're going out there, youngster, but you've got to come back a star. Very Often nice. misquoted, but that's correct, yes. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> Lucky, because I'm reading it. <laughs> uh, so the show is a huge success, sure to catapult her into stardom. In addition, even though she is invited to and expected to attend the official opening night party, she decides to go to the chorus one instead, leaving Julian alone on stage with only a single ghost light casting his huge shadow on the back wall, he quietly begins to sing, Come and meet those dancing feet on the avenue. I'm talking. I'm taking you to 42nd Street. On the avenue I'm taking you to. Yeah, on the avenue I'm taking you to. Comma. 42nd, 42nd Street. Street. Here yeah. it's ellipses. <laughs> So, um, all right. I don't have musical <laughs> notation in front of me, so... Um, I forgive you. Where does Billy go in Act 2? Where does Billy go in Act That's a good question. Uh, he I hangs think, around. He just I hangs he's, around. He's yeah. just part yeah. of the show. Okay. Mm. So the, um, we get from there on in um, the show within a show numbers. Yeah. And then we see the rest of the um, come together. So he appears in those. Good. In his role <laughs> as the juvenile. As the, as juvenile, the juvenile lead. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's 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 what it's about, you know. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. It's it's less complicated than some musicals. Yes, yeah. There's no um, love hexagon. No, <laughs> and there's no real villain either. Well, it, uh, no, not really. No, yeah. Um, they they sort of paint Julian Marsh as, as a bit of the villain. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Dorothy Brock also. Mm. They they. Cause a little bit of trouble and, <laughs> and heartache, and but yeah, they they both end come up being out. yeah yeah end yeah. up being supportive at the end. So. Yeah, um, and there's a great line 
in the movie which I watched today was just kind of like there's not an actor out there that doesn't know what you're doing and what you're going through and isn't rooting for you, Hmm. which is very similar to most shows when something goes wrong, everyone's just like, okay, it doesn't matter. Let's just get the show done properly. Yeah. So I think it's a really good representation of theatre. Yeah. I'm glad you think so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I'm not, I have never been too familiar with the show. Like it's, I'm much more of the contemporary musical uh, taste. There's some good ones out there from back in the day. But yeah, this is, like I said, a bit odd because the source material, the original story is old. Yeah. But the, the newly written production is from the 1980s. Mm. This is the Mm. same time we were getting Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So at the time it was it was like oh look at this I think people appreciated that it was completely done in this old style it, it, the book is written in the fashion of yes it's yeah, yeah. I'm same glad they didn't feel the music, need to update it they didn't put an Don't 80s spin on the music either oh thank god no no, no. disco remix <laughs> no disco remix which is really nice yes <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> I feel like we do miss a fair amount of that kind of old school, old style musical sometimes in the stuff that comes through. I'm like, I could just give me yeah. some sequence and some tap. That's all I want today. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's escapism. Yeah. And that's, that was what was going on post-depression in the 30s, mm. it, this escapist theatre. Like mm. I said, it was just about reinforcing joy. and Yeah, it was just pure fantasy all I the still, way through. I still require that <laughs> and view it regularly. <laughs> Well, who wants to talk about the songs? I do. Pick me. I pick you, KB. Oh, thanks, Zane. <laughs> it's not like I've definitely read about them. Oh, I sure I hope you here. have. <laughs> I have, actually. Um, let me just <clears throat> see if I can read under this light. Um, now, 42nd Street had a lot of different writers and composers and lyricists on board. It's like it's a big team for a musical. Lyrics by Al, I'm going to say this wrong, sorry Al, Dubbin and Johnny Mercer. Music. That sounded right. It was? Dubbin, okay. I'd go Dubin. Dubin? Yeah. Oh, that's what, yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Good old Al and, uh, <laughs> and Johnny Mercer wrote the lyrics. The music was written by Harry Warren and it was orchestrated by Philip J. Lang. Now, like we've said multiple times, the movie came out in 1933, but what I do really love about the music is that they they kept it. It's swingy, mm. it's big band, it's ballads and up-tempo and everything you love about musical theatre. Um Songs from the film were You're Getting to Be a Habit with Me, Shuffle Off to Buffalo, Young and Healthy and 42nd Street. They all remained in the stage show. Yeah. But then they added a whole bunch more and continue to keep adding more. So even in the 2001 revival, we got some new reprises. In the last um, 2017 West End revival, they added Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Mm. which the same writers wrote for Moulin Rouge but they've put it into this show. So all the songs that they've brought into it are still written by the by writing the same, team. Yeah, but, yeah. The same but for nice. other projects. But for other projects, yeah. which means it's kind of like this jukebox musical without being... A jukebox yeah, musical. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. I really <laughs> like that. Um, 
Lullaby of Broadway is one of my favourite musical theatre songs. I don't know why. I, just... I feel like every dance school ever has done that as a oh, song yeah, and dance at some absolutely. point. Probably. And so it's just like ingrained in you yeah. <laughs> forevermore. <laughs> well, even, um, even if you haven't been exposed to the musical as a whole, you'll yeah. probably know at least that song. Yeah. Maybe Shuffle Off to Buffalo, maybe 42nd Street. Maybe for, maybe even Young and Healthy. Like, maybe, yeah, yeah. There are songs that you'll pop up and be like, oh, that's from 42nd <laughs> Street. Oh, from. no, no, the whole time. Which is what is great about this musical, I think, is yeah. that it has taken its, its, its themes and everything from this movie which people have seen, like, you've seen it, surely. I've definitely seen I've it. I've seen yeah. it. Like, I don't know about you, Julie. Have you seen it? No. No, <laughs> Julie's letting down the team. But it's a, it's a classic and it remains a classic even in 2017, which is really awesome. It's still being put on. Like, yeah. That's yeah. great. And that um, the new production, the new West End production, is so beautifully designed mm. and they've kept a lot of uh, – I. Maybe they've reworked the orchestration. I don't know. I'm making shit up now. Um, but <laughs> but a lot of it sounds like it still has that full orchestral sound. Yeah. It's not like they went, oh, let's just put it all on MIDI keyboard. Yeah. 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 So I, I, yeah, I feel like they've done due reference yeah. in their design. Nobody wants and to, it, like, touch it, really. <laughs> like, they're not going to go make a contemporary, contemporary no. version. Could you, could you imagine, Street? like, you're... <laughs> With, like, Ariana Grande in the lead. <laughs> Oof. It just hurt me so much. <laughs> I got really offended and then I realised it still wasn't a thing. Well, we know <laughs> whose name won't be coming up in the casting section. <laughs> Absolutely. And, of course, the, the big number that um, became sort of the, um, I guess, the, the number that everybody knew from the show when it came out in the 80s was Where in the Money, yeah. Yeah. Known, yeah. Best, known best for... The tap dancing number yeah. where all the girls and, and the guys actually yeah. they come out they bring out these big coins and tap dance on, on the, the coins, coins. and uh, yeah a lot of um, uh, choreographic references to the Busby Berkeley style that they they you know used to do with crazy film work yeah. and now they do with mirrors in in most of the productions mm. yeah um, so. I think a lot of the songs then got like a bit of a rebirth of popularity because yeah. of the choreography that went with them. I mean, so that's cool. one of the things that annoyed me about watching the film is kind of like seeing some of the choreography. I was like, if you're in an audience, this looks terrible. <laughs> it's like especially that final shot where the camera's travelling through the dancer's legs. That is a very famous shot. It is a very famous shot. Famous but th- shot. they're literally just seeing the leads lie on the stage looking through legs <laughs> as dancers kind of flip their leg over this camera as it rotates. <laughs> there are a lot of, like older films that do that though yeah, like you watch yeah. kiss me kate and you're like guys nobody can see anything <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> so. like, do it in a theater <laughs> shall we move on most certainly yes. okay oh, what got next any production Elements or uh, casting interesting notes, Julie? Yes. I feel like we've touched on a little bit of everything really from this. Sorry. Um, that was mainly me. I just get too excited. She's, she's it's excited so nice and how passionate you are. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It makes me feel better. I didn't research the Australian cast at all. Oh, well. So 
Thank you for doing my job. Nancy has Tony Lamont, Leonie Page, Todd McKenney. I know, and that's like <laughs> <laughs> and Max Lambert. Max Lambert, yes, is music director or uh, in it? No, in it, oh. in it. Huh. That's unusual. Yeah. They were described as outstanding Australian talent wow. assembled for the Sydney production. There you go. All right. There you go. Well, Max basically MDs everything now, so that's, yeah, that's awesome. It's nice to know that. <laughs> so, uh, who who other notable names have so, been in the cast? So notable names <laughs> or interesting names. Um, so let's have a chat quickly about stage, and then I'll go on to who was in the film. But so the original cast and uh, yeah, I'm assuming this is the original Broadway cast, just his original cast. Um, the only couple of people that I kind of took from this was Jerry Orbach. <laughs> and I don't know, do you, do you guys actually know who Jerry Orbach is? Is he the guy who voiced Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast? He is the guy who voiced Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast. He's also in Law and Order, Dirty Dancing and Murder, She <laughs> Oh, yes, Dirty Dancing. Oh, yes, Dirty no, Dancing. I actually knew him from Law and Order. He was like... Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, he was in Law and Order for a long time. Um, Tammy Grimes as Dorothy Brock, Wonder what, uh, One Direction. <laughs> that was yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is really awkward for you. Especially you, Miranda. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Wonder Richard as Peggy Sawyer and Leroy Reams as Billy Laylaw. Oh. Meh. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Um, I've, I've seen better cast lists about. Oh, wow. Um, I've, I've seen a nice cast. So this is touching on a little bit of something that Miranda spoke about before. But in the West End 1984 production. Which was the first, the West End premiere. West End premiere. was also the premiere of someone else. It was the career, oh, sorry, started the career of a teenage Catherine Zeta-Jones. Wow. Yeah. So this she is was, a great story. Yeah, <laughs> she was in the chorus. So in, in the 1984 Western production, she was in the chorus. Um, but when – so basically when the lady that was playing Peggy and her understudies, so – Peggy being, just to clarify – The lead. The, the lead <laughs> who comes out of the chorus and gets Plucked thrown out of the into, into stardom. Yeah. Um, so the lady that played her, I think she either went on a vacation and then her understudy fell ill or either way around, you take your pick. Catherine Zeta-Jones was asked to step up in a very short time frame. So, um, one of the producers happened to be in the audience that night and then Catherine Zeta-Jones filled in and they were impressed enough that she was cast permanently in the role. That's amazing. Wow. Real life Peggy Sawyer. Kind of. Reflects poorly on the original actress. Well, she also chose to take a well, vacation. Yeah, I mean, she was on holiday. She no, but no, no. I mean, like <laughs> Catherine was then cast as, as Peggy. Peggy. Well, eventually, I don't think it oh. was like, oh, okay, straight away. Those other guys, <laughs> it's like, you. Yep, she's on vacation. <laughs> it says she was permanently cast in the role shortly after. Shortly oh, after. Okay. Yeah. So that Fair could have been, you know, when thirty-four minutes, yeah. or it could have been. <laughs> At very shortly after. Days. <laughs> Who knows? There's, Who knows? A, there's a similar story in the um, original Broadway yes. um, production with the director. So um, it's not it's not harped on so much in the, the show, but in the movie it's quite clear that Julian Marsh, the director, is a, a sick man. Yeah. He's, he's, he lost a lot of money in the Depression and he, he has to have this show. It's his last show. It has to do well. It has to support him for a long time, kind of thing. You know, it's so the they really push the whole. It's his last show thing. Mm. Um, 
you do see it a bit in the stage show, but it's it's made a lot clearer in the film. That the uh, gentleman who directed the original production, um, Gower Champion, um, was in ended up in quite the same situation. It ended up being his last show, and in fact, he passed away on the day of the premiere. Wow! So. Um, yeah, Julie Marsh didn't die in the just just to be yeah. clear because you know a happy sequence on tap shoes nobody dies. Uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting that that these little twice. similarities pop in. Yeah, yeah. it's so a very Broadway I guess story. Maybe it's cursed. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think Catherine Cedar Jones would agree with you. Art imitating life. Yeah, that's right. I guess right? I guess if you write a show about a Broadway show. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be the Broadway some, show is going to end. There's going to be a chance. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, are we going to talk about the casting in the film? Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit more because there's more the tidbits casting, in there as well as the effects. Ooh. Ooh. So, don't effects. be doing that. Um, the West End revival in 2017. So it um, previewed on, currently playing. Yeah, currently playing. Previewed on March 20th. There was one kind of name that stood out to me. And I didn't bother to research, and I'm going to get you guys to tell me why. So, <laughs> why it stood game. out to you? Okay. Let's play. To Google this is this is Julie's new game. <laughs> Do my homework for me <laughs> <laughs> on air. <laughs> you guys didn't play that in school. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't just me. So I was reading along, and the cast includes Sheena Easton mm. as Dorothy Brock. Mm. Someone tell me why that name stands out to me. How do I know Sheena Easton? Um, well, this is, is like this is the Broadway famous? diva role in the yes. show, so I would say she would be of an age, not necessarily elderly, but you know. Yeah. So she's probably okay. got well, yeah. no. So Sheena Easton is a Scottish singer, recording artist, stage and screen actress with a dual British American nationality. Uh, so Easton first came to the public eye as the focus of an episode on, in the first British musical reality television program, program The Big Time Pop Singer. You Which definitely I have seen never that, heard right, Julie? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say um, that's maybe not. How I uh, that so she was born in familiar. 1959. So she is 58 Yeah, now. I think she's probably... It's yeah, probably one of those names, you know, she's done inceptioned things. inceptioned into all of my dreams or something one day. Uh, her first two singles, Modern Girl and Nine to Five, both entered so UK Top Ten. Dolly Parton. UK, UK <laughs> Dolly Parton. <laughs> 42nd Street. Now starring UK Dolly Parton. Um, in fact, the, uh, the trailer for that, um, she sings a bit on the trailer. 2017, yeah. Yeah, but um, that's a beautiful trailer. Can we link that in the notes? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you would like to see a small portion of the wonder that is um, 42nd Street. Yeah, do Amazing. do that. Do you have do anything that. else, Julie? Yeah, so yeah. in the movies we've got some big names. Warner Baxter is Julian Marsh. Ruby Daniels is Dorothy Brock. Ruby Keeler is Peggy Sawyer. And the one that I knew of because I'm just generally uneducated. But the only one that I was like, oh, my God, no way, was Ginger Rogers. As Anytime Annie, and which Miranda mentioned before was one of her debut roles, like one of her very first her feature. first featured That's parts. Also, because yeah. she was dating the director. <laughs> what? Well, they have to be, like, about that. It's the same year that she went into, that she started the Fred and Ginger 10-year yes. partnership. Yeah. She's obviously very so. talented. So she, is. she just happened she is. to oh. be with the yeah, director. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know whether she got it because she was dating him, but mm. it, the basically the the... 
maybe it what, was a, what I heard was he urged her to take it. So maybe it could have just been like because he was the director, he got her instead of she coerced him into getting her. Yeah. Them. See, I wasn't aware of any of that and I just assumed it was because she was on contract to the company and they were like, oh, throw her in so that people know her before the Friend Ginger oh, film yeah, come out. Yeah, maybe. Because it was the, first, the same year as the yeah. first Friend Ginger film. So in terms of effects, we've also had a little chat about that as well. So in the 1933 original movie, I think this is – it actually played a really important part. So the movie was designed to distract. So it was that time like we through the depression kind of thing and everyone's like, I just don't like life very much at the moment. <laughs> I don't want to hear I don't about like real anything out here. <laughs> I want to see something nice in there. I don't want to have sparkly. to go into my head and have those thoughts again. So let's just watch a little pretty musical, shall we? And that's really what it did. So um, it was, yeah, it was designed to distract. So Busby Berkeley um, choreographed these amazing. Dance numbers. Like, there's no, like, it's just incredible when you watch that movie. Yeah. Like, obviously, I haven't. But, like, <laughs> I have seen YouTube clips of it. But I've seen the important bits, it's, guys. It's a style of choreography that we very rarely see anymore where it's, like, all about the synchronisation of massive numbers of people. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And We're, the perfection. Yeah. Of that as well. Like the just, closest yeah. thing I can think, like contemporary reference, is the Rockettes. It, exactly. Yeah, even their, yeah absolutely. Even their synchronization isn't always on point. It's it's not. Well, they made the movie quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you're making thirteen movies a week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah. I was referring more to the Rockettes than oh, I was yeah. to the film. <laughs> well, having. Spoken to a rocket. They are physically <laughs> intimidating. <laughs> Just casually being best friends with a rocket. I'm uh, not casually best friends with a rocket. I took the, the tour and I spoke to one that was there to answer our questions. And yeah, the, what they say about their training regime was impressive, mm. to say the least. So they don't get to keep any of their costumes, which I was very sad to hear. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Like, that doesn't surprise me. Even if, they lo- <laughs> even if they lose like one earring, they have to pay for it. Wow. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> That's very sad. It's working in America at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> we're yeah. pretty lucky We've gone off here. topic now. We have, we have. Oh, no, so sorry, guys. We a lot of the choreography around what they could do with camera angles as well mm. as what they could do with um, the use of lights and I think impressively at the time hydraulics as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. So these use of like three hydraulic platforms to kind of create depth and texture to what the choreography maybe was maybe a little bit simple when you actually really look at it, but so impressive. It's about formation. In that formation. Mm. So impressive in that you're looking at it and you're like, those people are literally rising out of the ground right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also what I was saying before. Like if you're an audience member watching what's going on on stage, you're kind of like, What's happening? <laughs> when you're the cool. camera looking yeah. down on this happening, it's like, oh, that's pretty. Still, well, like a lot of, I mean, they did, why they didn't yeah. retain that choreography <laughs> for the stage, stage production, but but they do reference it. Yeah. yeah. We so mentioned before this, the stage Stylistically was with mirrors. mirrors. Yeah, they and, do some um, of it. And mirrors. gigantic coins, which was so much fun. 
So much. I really more. liked the gigantic coins when oh, I got to do jealous. it. Didn't even get to dance on a gigantic coin, but I was appreciative of the mini gigantic <laughs> coins and the one big gigantic coin that we the had. The mini gigantic coin <laughs> well, is yeah, a really we had great like title. Too. Mini gigantic coins, which were big enough for one female dancer each, and then we had a really big gigantic coin, which were for the two boys. Amazing. They have to share a coin. They had to share one big coin in the middle. But watching them, like, because it wasn't... Typical. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was kind Men of Men cool. always get paid more. <laughs> One big coin. But, but you have to share, share it. Or, or in the case of uh, amateur musical theatre, they get paid nothing and still have to share the coin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Sexism. <laughs> but, yeah, so all in all, it's this musical, in effects-wise, is all about... The dance is yeah. incredible. Yeah. And the costumes well, add to that. Mm. Of yeah. the, the the eight Tonys it was nominated for. Tony, it, Tony, it Tony. Only, it, it won Best Musical for the year that it was nominated, mm-hmm. uh, but also choreography. Yes. So uh, I think quite deservedly. Yes. Um, and um, uh, same again for the revival. Did they win choreography for the revival? Um, let me I should know up. this. This was on my. Oh no, they didn't. Take that back. Take no, it back. I take they it back. won outstanding cancel it, cancel revival. It. On the musical. <laughs> and that was the only other. Good rewind. That was me eating my words. <laughs> best performance by leading actress in a musical, uh, Christine Ebersole, and best revival of a musical. Very good. Yeah, time. very good job. Um, and 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 the film. I forgot to mention this before. Forty Second Street was. Um, officially ranked by the American Film Institute in 2006 as the 13th greatest movie musical of all time. 13th. I wonder what are the 13th. <laughs> Unlucky 13, that's okay. I didn't see the rest of the list, but well, I uh, guess that's the, You're going out there a youngster but you're coming back a star, that's on uh, in the top 100 movie quotes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Wow. And on IMDb. What so. are the other 12? It would be is interesting I guess to find out. If cats what was as we do the podcast, we, we, we might find out. the yeah. other 12. <laughs> what, what list was this from again? You can't just look it up. You're spoiling <laughs> it for everybody. <laughs> the American Film Institute Greatest Movie Musicals so of All Time. The AFI Musical Musicals of All Time. Oh, yeah, I probably could have just typed in AFI. Hey. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> the whole thing. Um, we'll, we'll discover the other 12 yeah. as we work through our musical history. So, Dreamcast, who have we got? I believe, Miranda, you'll have some strong opinions about I this. I would like to play Peggy Sawyer, Dorothy Brock. Um, Is this your Dreamcast? Okay, <laughs> okay, you would love to be in it, but do you I think would you love would be to better do all the than roles. anyone else that could do it? Yes. <laughs> all right, you heard total it here, lies. everyone. Total <laughs> lies, total lies. Um, you know what? I'm I'm so in love with the first cast that I saw yeah. when, like, thousands of years ago when I was a young person in the 80s, I, I just feel like no one could go past Nancy Hayes, yeah. Yeah. Tony Lamont, that, like, just amazing cast. Yeah. Nancy playing Dorothy still would be yeah. phenomenal yeah, to She'd just play forever. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's really hard role to cast for, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. she has to be kind of small town girl but then without transforming in like a big makeover scene or a montage she has to transform into this broadway 
star legend. So it's really kind of a, a tough shoe to fit. But I think Absolutely. that the thing that makes that work is that she doesn't transform. Yeah, she is just exactly. herself the whole so time. What kind of girl has what? that? Well, what kind of female could you cast that is that that any woman, but also that? Is a triple threat yeah. of all mm. triple threats. I mean, and who can tap dance? And who can tap Sutton dance? Foster. This is the Sutton Foster. I'll, yes, <laughs> yeah. take it. I mean, if you Again, take... all the roles. Take, yeah, well, she did, she's done Violet and she's done um, Anything Goes. So I think a combination of those two could put her in, in, this, in this role. I'm. I'm You're not a fan of Sutton. I How dare you play devil's advocate? I feel that... Perhaps Peggy needs to be a little bit younger. That's true. Then that Sutton is true. Foster currently is. <laughs> Even I think we should wait an age Sutton Foster a little bit up. Just wait a bit on that, and I think she'd be actually be a very good Dorothy Brock because <laughs> uh, I yeah. think she can play that. I would actually say vintage. I think that Peggy is the car is is the role that should always be cast with a virtual a nobody, no one. I yeah. Think it, yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. That would be really like nice. Catherine Zeta. I think that should be the story that goes into yeah. this. Oh, my God. Still guys. a nobody. No. <laughs> I would very much like to see Catherine Zeta-Jones play Dorothy Brooke now. Just because. Maybe that's what. Yeah. Just take all the people who have ever played Peggy and put yeah. them now as Dorothy. And, you know, you just, just have this, like, rolling cast. Person. Yeah. Just a rolling cast. <laughs> I would actually love I would love that. that. That would be amazing. It would be really interesting. Musicals at the moment, too, uh, don't require you to be amazing at all three. That's true. It's, Particularly dance, I feel, is starting I mean, to it works lose. well for me. But yeah. it makes well, me sad. And then, <laughs> and then even as a dancer, you get yeah. down to a tap dancer. Yeah. You're, you're really dropping the numbers, so, so to speak. Yeah. It would be um, nice to, to see it back. Oh, uh, Billy Lawler in the mm-hmm. um, Australian revival, which is obviously happening immediately. Yeah. Um, as Like just as soon as we can possibly get the current – West End production to <laughs> transfer. Yeah. Um, um, Australia's first and original favourite dancer, Jack Chambers. Oh, would be great. He yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. He is fantastic. He is fantastic. He is fantastic. I taught him everything he knows. He's amazing. <laughs> you've, done a, you've done a good job, Brad. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. In case he's listening, uh, I realise I didn't do anything, <laughs> but... I was there when you were learning stuff, so that's that the same counts, thing, right? right? Yeah, that's that's yeah. Same. association. I loved him in singing in the rain. That was yes, awesome. yeah. <laughs> All right. What top five list does this belong to? Like, so it's an iconic musical. Oh, it's, top five tap musicals. I would even say go more. Well, top five iconic dance numbers in a musical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, where in the money? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think even, I think it would be a strong contender. Even Forty Second Street's quite iconic. Mm. Yes, yeah, mm. and even the opening number is quite iconic. That opens up on their feet, and then the curtain rises. Julian Marsh is doing his show. <laughs> I'm just remembering. Get out your <laughs> tap shoes, Francis. <laughs> How the show goes towards the end of the podcast. <laughs> Um, um, uh, top five successful transfers from film to stage. Yes. Because I feel like that, that has not gone well for some. Some, but that list is getting big though. It is. Especially with Disney moving in on it. Mm. Yeah. A lot of their movies yeah, are. Not doing okay, well, can well, I put like... the caveat of Disney aside? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> Excluding Disney. But Disney's 
me aren't doing the best job at doing it that anyway. Like, I think they don't always pick a great cast to do that. So I'm going to say it's in the top five. If we five. go film okay. to stage as opposed to from stage to film, which it generally is, mm. like films oh, that all... have been turned into musicals also don't necessarily go fantastically. So I think. But this one did. This one did. Yeah. This one did. Well, yeah, was... there, are, there are a few that you could name that would be as iconic as this. Yeah. If you exclude Disney. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I think maybe maybe top five musicals that reference four decade old subject matter. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be the only one in this category? <laughs> well, no. There's nah. there, there's uh, well, there's about to be Hercules talking about Disney. It's true. Are we not just ignoring the Disney category now? <laughs> Is that just not easier? <laughs> Look, well, we can't ignore Disney dance, forever. It's going to be in Disney. there. Um, well, I feel like this should be in a lot of top five lists. Well, top five. Oh, it is. Miranda's Broadway stories about Broadway. Yeah. Top five Broadway fables. Mm. What about top like five this and guys and dolls, really? For, for Peggy. Oh, yeah. 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 Top five roles for newcomers. Yeah. 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 Um, top five highest <laughs> grossing films of the year 1933. <laughs> 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 I did check how where it f- sat in the longest running. It's like thirteenth longest running musical. Yeah, yeah it, it hasn't yeah. been in the top ten no. for a while, but um, but it did like for its time. It, it was, was a massive yeah. financial success, especially during the eighties when Broadway wasn't what it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Revenue wise, yeah, it's great. I've got one. Oh, oh no. Here we go. Here we go. It's going to be a good one. Top five musicals that require two casts, one for the show and one for Dorothy's leg. (laughs) 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 What, what? If I could drop this mic, I would. (laughs) Please don't drop my mic. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. Oh. How many others can we think of? Oh, that's uh, top that's five heartbreaking. Pun. I think it might be the top one. Oh, dear Evan Hansen. It's probably the only top five list that you no. could get those two shows <laughs> yeah. <in> together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now for the title question. Mm. Oh, God. What lessons does this musical... Teachers. It taught me how to tap dance in one way or another. There you go. Thank you, world. Yay. It definitely teaches you that to succeed on Broadway, you just have to break enough legs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just saying. You can take that either way, ladies. <laughs> just be good enough or just knock out everyone above you. It was you. an accident, guys. It was an accident. <laughs> but still. But still. <laughs> Um, I think it teaches you to take a risk and it may pay off. It may not. I mean, it depends how much the director likes you, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's worth turning up to the audition late and walking in anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's, a, that's a lesson. Doesn't it teach you to be nice to other dancers? Because she was, it was the other dancers that said, hey, come and dance with us. And then, then the director saw her. Well, then, yeah. I think it also, like I said it. before, like it, it teaches us the value of cast support. Yeah. Like Peggy wouldn't oh. have been, well, might not have been able to do it if um, 
if the other two hadn't come in and given her the the words to yeah. bolster well, her. Um, in the film, Ginger Rogers' character gets offered this first yes. because yeah. because um, the kitty car man says, <laughs> "Hey, um, here's my new girlfriend. Use her," and and. She walks into the room and says, I'm not the girl for this. Yeah, I can't it's do Peggy. this. It's yeah. Peggy. Peggy can do this. So, yeah. <laughs> Female solidarity. Yay. Love one another. Or if you're Julie, don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it taught me that uh, um, Busby Berkeley was a goddamn genius. Yeah. yeah. Of his time. It, yeah. it, it definitely... Definitely, that choreography is amazing to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Even just really to figure out how they're doing it, rather than just like once you're done admiring the dancers for what they're doing, the mechanics of what's happening yeah, is yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyone think, else? Then? Um, I'm pretty sure it taught me how to do an American accent. I'm fairly so sure I learnt that. I've <laughs> I've learnt all my my. Broadway skills from that record. Yeah. Going yeah. around and around and around in my record player. Amazing. What a good job it did. So <laughs> it, teaches, it teaches you how to be American. It teaches you how no to be American. No offence to any of... The Australian cast recording. No offence to any of Miranda's and previous that. teachers, but everything was from that record. <laughs> good. 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 All right. So uh, this has been our first show. Oh my god! Is it finished already? Well, this is it, and yeah, we've uh, we will have we'll try and be as thorough as we can in the show notes. So if you have any uh, questions or if we've mentioned any links or names, we'll try to include as much of that in the show notes as possible for you. So uh, that's all hosted on our website. Uh, That's not canonproductions dot com forward slash mtm eik. As a as a first episode clarification, Mm. that's not canon. Just no apostrophe, no nothing. Well, it's a URL. It's a URL. You can't. But like, there's put an no, there's there. no dash or underscore to no. replace it. It's just no. that's ignore, ignore, ignore apostrophe. I will, I will, and I will continue it. to. That's all uh, canon. Now we're also. And is it canon or canon? canon? How many ends are in this word? Two ends. C A N O N. Thank you very much. So it's not oh, canon okay. like the There's shooty the gun. Ends. It's not canon it's like canon the shooty like gun, which the... is in the logo, which may cause some problems. But it's a pun, Miranda. It's a visual <laughs> pun. I thought you didn't like I'm puns. I'm aware. Me. I don't like puns. I love puns. <laughs> I love the whole thing. But if you go to that's not canon productions.com, <laughs> you will find a link to both the podcast and the show site. So uh, so you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash musicals teach me and on Twitter at teach me, teach musicals me. teach me and subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes and maybe even consider going on to Patreon Whoa. and giving us some monthly cash. What? Whoa. We'd love you forever. Yeah, what so. would we do with all of that $1 a month? Well, Buy Tim Tams? Yeah. <laughs> After a few months, probably. Or if they're on sale. After yeah. <laughs> I'll pitch in. Or wait for a pack that is a few months old. Either way. Either way. Um, yeah, so if you've enjoyed listening, please tell your friends, pass us around. Uh, we will be coming out weekly. Yay. Yeah. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, stop me when I get there. Friday. 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 Because Friday is 
musical day. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I do. I, I believe if you're in Australia, we'll be coming out just after midnight. Friday Eastern Standard Time. If you're in the US, that makes it Thursday around <gasps> 2 p.m. Whoa. Oh, how, what a convenient uh, no. time. No. That, yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes, it's correct. <laughs> I take it back. Because <laughs> they're behind. Yes. 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 So, guys, we were there first. We won't tell you what happens, don't worry. Don't worry. They have Broadway, so it breaks them. <laughs> All right, oh. thanks for listening, guys. I've been Zancy Weber. Kristen Barros. Julie Eisentrager. And Miranda Selwood. And we'll see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.